Did you know that the word geek was used from the 18th century through the early 20th century to refer to performers in carnivals and circus acts? The word has been reclaimed in the 21st century as a positive term to describe an enthusiast or an expert in a field or activity or a member of a fandom. We'll discuss this and other interesting facts about geek culture with William Morgan on this episode of The Curious Professor. I'm Dr. B. Welcome to the Curious Professor podcast, where I take listeners on a journey of discovery to explore the people, places, artifacts, and natural wonders that spark my curiosity. On this episode of the Curious Professor podcast, we'll explore geek culture with podcaster William Morgan. But first, a trivia question. What is the highest grossing Marvel movie? I'll have the answer for you at the end of this episode. I'm thrilled to have William Morgan on the show today. William is the host of the Geek Gauntlet podcast. He's a big sports fan that also likes all things geek. When I found out about William's interest in geek culture, my curiosity was immediately piqued and I wanted to learn more. I hope this interview with William will spark your curiosity too. Welcome to the show, William, and it's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Let's start with your podcast. How did you get interested in podcasting? Well, it started out as a hobby and it's kind of become a lifelong thing. I started doing pro wrestling about 12 years ago. And from pro wrestling, I've done everything from that to general sports, interviews with some very successful people. Now I'm doing geek culture and I'm back doing professional wrestling as well. So it's been fun and I, I really, really enjoy it. What do you like most about podcasting? Just being able to because I don't do any shows alone. I always have a co-host or two. And like Geek Gauntlet, I have Shaw. Sports Report, I have Tony and Seven. When I do Paradigm Shift Wrestling Podcast, I have Josh and, and Tommy. And always hanging out pretty much with your friends about whatever topic you're discussing makes it really, really fun. So the camaraderie is something that's appealing to you? Yep. And what do you find most challenging about podcasting? Oh my goodness. First of all, finding guests can be kind of hard. That can be the most challenging um, I've been lucky so far. You know, I've talked to people like Buff Bagwell, Stevie Ray, Barbie Hayden, Ember Moon. So I've been very, very lucky to talk to those people and get their thoughts, feelings, and emotions about several things. But that's been the hardest thing is finding guests. And a lot of times you have to maybe go to Facebook, Twitter to ask, uh, but that's the most challenging part of it. So tell us about your show, The Geek Gauntlet Podcast. <laughs> the Geek Gauntlet Podcast, we go, we go over everything that happens in geek culture and we try to do it in under an hour. Most of the time we're successful, but there's some days that we're not because the, the week is so news heavy. Um, what we do, we go over all the TV shows that we see out there pertaining to geek culture, like Superman and Lois, Batwoman, which is actually on right now. Um, but Batwoman, Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash. We also talk about
talk about the animated world as well. Star Wars, like Star Wars, The Bad Batch. We do it all on Geek Gauntlet. Movie releases, we've done trailers before. Um, we also delve into a lot of geek topics too. So anything in the world in the world of geek, we cover it. And our stick is try to cover it within that hour or less. And for those of us who are unfamiliar with the term, how do you define geek culture? I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna say this and, and I'm going to try to be res- very as respectful as possible with it. When you look at geek culture, this is a nice way of saying nerd culture. Same thing for the most part, but the only difference between then and now, now it's cool to be a part of nerd culture or geek culture. It's cool, whereas back then it wasn't really cool. So that's the difference. And again, it you can get away with it now, but maybe five, 10 years ago, nope. <laughs> so I was going to ask you if you think there's a difference between the word geek and nerd, or are you using them in exchange? I think, I think, I think nerd too can also mean you're like a scholar. You're very smart. Um, in the world of education, you can also use it for that as well. So there is some discrepancies there, but again, pretty much they're along the same lines. I remember when I was young, I think you and I are probably around the same age, but when I was young, there was a movie called The Breakfast Club, which I'm sure you remember. Um, So Anthony Michael Hall's character in that movie was kind of the classic geek or nerd. And but today it seems like, as you said, they're using the term in more positive connotations. So how do you feel that geek culture has evolved from the 1980s to today? I think it's good um, because the more you broaden that out, the more people know about it and can tag on, can tag into it and get interested in some of this stuff. Because again, you look at what the DCEU is doing. You look at what the MCU, DC and Marvel movies, everybody gets into those. And that can be a springboard into the culture. I want to know more about this character. I want more. I want to know more about that character. What can he do? What can she do? Then you start moving along to the streaming services like Disney Plus. You can watch Scarlet Witch. You can watch what's going on right now on Loki. So it brings a lot of people together and it's something that typically isn't harmful. So do you think that with the popularity of things like Marvel, for example, that it's broadened the spectrum of people that may be interested in the geek culture? Yes, much so. So So I've also heard the term used a fanboy or a fangirl. So can you explain what is that? And do you think you are one? Sometimes we have our characters who just, who we think is just amazing. They can never lose a fight and things like that. You see a lot of that in anime. Goku can beat Superman. Goku can beat Superman. Well, He's lost both fights against Superman, but fanboys will still make excuses for him. That's just an overzealous person who happens to be in love with that one character. And I don't think I'm one because I don't have one character I look at more than the other. I think I'm more of the whole body of of work. We all have our favorites, of course, but um, being a fanboy, you're not objective with that character at all because you think that character is the end all be all and I try not to sway that way because I know that's not true every hero has a weakness every villain has a weakness and can lose a fight at any given time so it's not really good to be a fanboy at all do you consider yourself more of an objective observer of geek culture because you have your show which is more of a news show then yeah I, I, I look at the the whole body of work the whole shebang and you have to be objective to it and a lot of people can't be objective to it because again we all have our preferences we all have what we like 
like you know one person could be a, a dc fan another person will wait will go to what marvel and always say their characters would be better than dc's and vice versa but i just think it's better to look at it from an objective standpoint and if you don't like something say it i don't like batwoman and I will always say it on Geek Gauntlet. I can't stand Batwoman. It makes no sense. Legends of Tomorrow can't stand Legends of Tomorrow. You're taking iconic characters and making them into jokes. And you and fanboys will not do that. They will not, they, they will not be objective on saying something is bad uh, or saying one of the characters from the show that they do anything wrong. So you, you can't be that way. You have to be objective. What do you feel has been the most interesting episode of your podcast to date and why? Episode 14, maybe. Uh, we have Punisher and we had a Twitch streamer, my favorite Twitch streamer, uh, Morgan Marlene. She was on the show with us as well. Jean was with us, Shaw, myself. We had a very good time that night. Um, and it's one of my favorite episodes. And for those of us who haven't had a chance to listen to it, can you just give us a recap of what you particularly liked about that show and what do you think made it so fascinating? Uh, I think that just the interaction between all involved in the show, we talked about a whole bunch of different topics. We talked about gaming. We talked about anime. We talked about CW. We talked about what Morgan was doing over on Twitch. So we talked about a lot of different topics and touched on a lot. And we, well, I think we may have went over a little, a little bit over an hour, but it was a very good show and I enjoyed it. And sometimes you lose track of time if you get yes. into a conversation and then suddenly it's more than an hour has gone by. Yeah, look down. You look down up at your timer on stream right and you see, oh man, it's an hour and twenty two minutes. We gotta get, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> right, exactly. I know it happens. As a yes. podcaster, I can relate to that that happening. So, what plans do you have for the future for the Geek Gauntlet? What kinds of things can people look forward to hearing in future episodes? Bring some guests in. We're trying to secure some guests that are in the space, the geek space. Um, also trying to get some trailers going where we won't be where we won't be flagged by YouTube. <laughs> and and that's the two things that we're focusing on right now. Yeah. We are also looking for a female host. So, if you're a female who's entrenched into geek and in the geek culture, definitely let us know. Who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superhero, Blue Marvel. Why? He's just insanely powerful. He's hard to beat in the fight. He can lose, but he's really hard to beat in the fight. He's beaten or at least gone toe-to-toe with the best of Marvel has to offer. So Blue Marvel would be my favorite. What's your favorite comic book? <sighs> I know favorite I'm putting you book. on the spot. It's old school, but I probably got to say, and I'm t- and I'm kind of telling to myself, uh, my age here, Batman and the Outsiders. Okay, that's awesome. And by the way, I listen to some of your episodes and watch some of your YouTube. And you actually said how old you were on a recent episode. So yes. you're not giving anything <laughs> away. That's how I knew you were similar in age. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite movie? Y'all going to laugh at this, but my favorite movie is Tango and Cash. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. And what do you like about it? It's like the camaraderie between the two. Once they got together, particularly when they played the good cop, bad cop, and the sister came involved. Loved it loved it and what is your favorite tv show i know that probably changes because tv shows come and go but right now oh, yeah, what, yeah oh, right yeah, now changes. what is your favorite right now i'm really liking superman and lois i'm really liking to see superman who is primarily for all intents and purposes a, a demigod being forced to to go through human stuff 
um, to go through human things with his children, going through human things with his wife, the general public, always trying to be a hero. I, I really do like the human side that they're putting the Superman in that show. And what about more classic TV? What is a classic TV show favorite of yours? Classic TV show? Wow. What's something you would watch over and over again if they had reruns of it? Batman animated series, no question. So this is another stumper that I like to ask my guests. If you mm -hmm. could invite three famous people, living or dead, to have dinner with you, who would you invite and why? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Gal Gadot would be one. Scarlett Johansson would be two. And the third person, Melissa Benoist. So basically... I'll be having dinner with Wonder Woman, Black Widow, and Supergirl. So you can't beat that. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about you and your work? I'm a single dad. I have three kids. I have a 26-year-old and I have two 12-year-old twins. Being a father has been the best thing in my life and will continue to be so. I love being a dad. I'm a podcast host and producer by hobby, but by trade, my day job, I'm a cell phone technician. So I love doing that as well. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. And you spend a lot of time time doing podcasts because I know how time consuming it is just to be doing one podcast and you have a whole plethora of podcasts that you work on. So that's amazing. Yes. Uh, Monday night, I have the sports report with an eight paradigm shift. Thursday night, I just started a new show. We're in episode three. Uh, we're talking first generation dad. So we have any single fathers out there, any married fathers out there, any fathers in general, come on out, join the show, try to help fathers out through, we do dad jokes on the show. Uh, we do mental health issues on the show, anything that can help dads out, help dads cope and get ahead. That's what we do our first generation dad. And you can catch that show uh, every Thursday. Thursday, our pinfall streams at 10 o'clock. And then, of course, Saturday, my last show will be the Geek Gauntlet. And that's on every Saturday night at 10 o'clock on pinfall streams. And that's 10 o'clock Eastern time. Yes, 10 Eastern. For those of us like me who are in a different time zone, make sure that you know what the conversion is. That's 10 o'clock yes. Eastern yes. time. Yes. Is there anything else you would like to say about you or your work? Just be okay. safe. I know we may be on the tail end of COVID-19, but still be safe. Make sure you take the precautions of keeping yourself and your family safe, guys. Very important that we do that. And where can listeners find out more about you? You can head over to my Twitter, twitter.com forward slash W-I-L-L-I-M-O-R-G, the number seven. Um, you can also find me over the Geek Gauntlet podcast page on Facebook as well. I hope people will check out the Geek Gauntlet. Great show. Yeah, come on through. We have a good time. Um, and if you ever want to be on the show, you know, you got a webcam, you got a, you got a webcam, you got a good microphone, you got something you want to say about geek culture, uh, we can definitely let you on the show. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. It was great to have you on the show, William. Thank you for taking time to be a guest on the Curious Professor podcast. Thank you for having me. You have a great night. And now for the answer to this episode's trivia question, what is the highest grossing Marvel movie? Avengers Endgame is Marvel's highest grossing movie. The film also surpassed Avatar's previous record as the highest grossing movie of all time. Avengers Endgame total gross is said to be $2.798 billion. We'll end the show with something punny. Why doesn't my mom like comic books? They have too many issues. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Curious Professor podcast. If there's a person, place, artifact, or natural wonder that has sparked your curiosity and you'd like for me to feature it on the show, please let me know. 
My website is thecuriousprofessorpodcast.com. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe to The Curious Professor Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to become part of my community of curiosity seekers, be sure to visit my website, thecuriousprofessorpodcast.com, and join Dr. B's Hive. Until next time, always be learning and be curious with Dr. B.